Hey y'all, welcome to YYZ Podcast. My name is Melissa and I will be your host as we talk all of the things Toronto. It's going to be a bit of a different episode today, but without further ado, let's get into it. So act one, verse one, a review. I, okay, that sounded way more aggressive than it needed to, but whatever. All of that to say, I am trying to combat the way this weather is really trying to do me dirty by leaving the house more often than I would like to leave the house. And let me just say, every time I have left the house, I haven't regretted it. And this past week was no exception. Okay, sometimes I have, but not in this case. I went to the Regent Park Film Festival and let's talk about it. So first night I saw Whose Streets, which was a documentary about the Ferguson response to the murder of Mike Brown at the hands of the police. And honestly, I already knew that I was going to feel a type of way. But when I actually watched the film and was reminded of just how aggressive and militaristic the response that the police used on its own citizens in Ferguson who were attempting to peacefully protest the murder of an unarmed black teenager. It just, I don't know, I mean, it never gets easier to watch those types of things and it never gets easier to see just how entrenched the level of corruption and just the level to which the justice system is not there for black people, for people of color, particularly in the United States. And just watching and hearing the testimonies of people who were shot with rubber bullets, who were jailed, who were tear gassed on American soil. It's it's a reminder of, you know, just really examining democracy and the freedoms and the justice that we have come to or that we have been taught to expect but really just looking at what that looks like and what that doesn't look like for a lot of people. So that was the first night. Night two I saw Unarmed Versus and anecdotally I've been trying to see a screening of it for whatever reason it's played at a bunch of different festivals or just at a bunch of different venues throughout the city and I missed it Uh, so many times. So this time I was determined to not miss it. But funnily enough, I only had a very vague understanding of what the actual film was about. And in some ways, I feel like that was almost good because I really didn't go in with any specific ideas of what to expect per se. All of that to say, it was focused on a community, Villaways, and the revitalization, quote-unquote, process that is taking place in that community, which essentially is kind of gentrification, but I guess with a bit more conscience. I don't know, that really sounds weak. I don't really know if that's a good explanation of it. But basically, it follows this young girl, Francine, who lives in the community and who is part of the Art Starts mentorship program and is just a really smart, unique young black girl in the community and it just really follows her view of this gentrification and how she navigates the world and learns to almost find her voice in a sense but really just the challenges that come up around that and I went to see it 
with a friend. Honestly, it really was just one of those things where it reminds you how much representation matters and how much certain stories are not centered at all. And in this case, the story of Francine, of a young girl who was born in, I think it was Antigua, and came to Canada when she was young. And just, it's really even almost difficult to explain the nuances of what it was like. For example, there's one scene in where uh, Francine's family is gathered around the table and they have KFC. And then the dad pulls out a bowl of what looks to be a homemade salad. And my friend and I were like, we know this salad. This is a salad that has graced our tables before. I don't know what type of like diaspora wisdom this is, but there have been so many times where you get food from somewhere else, but for some reason your parents or guardian, whatever, still feels the need to make a homemade salad. And it was just those type of subtle nuances that really are reflected in the screen in the film in ways that I feel like have very rarely been reflected in mainstream media, especially with the Canadian perspective. It was an interesting juxtaposition to see an American film the night before and feel empathetic with a lot of that struggle, regardless of border. But at the same time, to see in the opposite way of that distinctly Canadian stories of Black people specifically that just feels like rarely are represented. So much of the media that I can even remember consuming as a child and as a teen was BT or just primarily non-Canadian instances of Black culture. So there comes that other element where, yeah, you might be represented in that other people's skin tones are like yours, but at the same time, they're not going to be talking about eating plantain because that's not necessarily a Black American experience. So there was just elements of that understanding or what it means to be a Black Canadian that were really missing. And it just was so, it felt so validating to see that on screen, but also done in a way where it wasn't voyeuristic and feeling like someone was trying to make you the subject or really other you. It just felt done with a really, really skilled and just loving is almost the way that I describe it. These past couple weekends, just even volunteering at the Regent Park Film Festival and just attending the panel the previous weekend that featured local artists, which was the subject of the previous episode, really just, it hit home to me how much, it's almost as if, in a sense, Toronto is a city where still waters run deep, which sounds hella corny, but it felt appropriate to say at this time in that on the surface it could kind of look when you look in the mainstream media it really doesn't look necessarily as if there's a lot of interesting things going on but once you get out there and you go to the smaller venues or you network a little bit fun but all of that to say yeah at a high level the mainstream level if you see things like for example I talked about this previously the Real Housewives of Toronto like so bland not good not representative of what the city is like at all. If you start going out and pounding the pavement and really looking at the independent arts DIY spaces, particularly with people from, I hate this term, but it kind of works, marginalized communities, quote unquote, there's so much going on. And in some ways it can feel daunting, but on another In another sense, it's just really energized me, I feel like, really recently to see how many people are just 
going for it, like are really going for it and really are trying to not even necessarily put Toronto on the map, but just put good work out and really challenge, you know, the accepted norms and the accepted perspectives. And it's just so heartening to see that people are not content with the status quo and they are willing to be creative and take risks and work even when the doors are not necessarily opening quickly or at all. There's just so many people who are just willing to make their own doorways. And I'm obviously still early in this journey, but seeing the number of people who are really out here and really doing it, it just... I'm in my feelings a little bit, but in the best way possible because it's just so inspiring to me. And it's almost fun because it's like low-key, it's like an underground railroad because once you start seeing the moves, you can kind of see who's connected and you almost have to keep your eye very low because it's not going to pop up in a blog TO per se all the time. But it's just, it's really energizing to see. Okay, so that brings me to the final act of today's episode. It's kind of bittersweet in that there are two things. There's one which I can't entirely talk about now, which sounds so extra, but it's true. But I am working on another project with a really exciting group of people and hopefully should be coming to the streets in the next couple of months. With that said, I think the second part of it is that As much as I've loved this podcast as a starting point, I really feel like LeBron James, who is taking his talent somewhere else, and then... No, that's a terrible analogy, because then he eventually went back to Cleveland. I don't even know sports, so this is, like, such a weird analogy for me to make. Anyways, all of that to be said, I really feel like, as much as I love Toronto... I I really feel my focus is being directed outward and into a broader scope. So I am going back to the drawing board. And by going back, I mean I've been back. And I have some new stuff that is going to be coming out probably in the coming months as well. But it's not going to be as Toronto focused, which I mean, do with that what you will. But I will post updates here whenever possible or on these social media channels um just with information about that so all of that to say I think this might be the end of YYZ podcast which is a little I'm like being like a Toronto man right now because I'm just breaking up with you but just didn't give you any warning so you know this is not goodbye this is I'll see you later and we'll hopefully be back with uh some more different and interesting content. Yeah, that's all I gotta say right now. And it's been a good run. I literally have learned, I don't know, I said literally there. Sorry, this is so stream of consciousness. I've learned a lot just from starting this up. And I've just become so inspired lately by seeing how many people are just going so hard in the city that I think it's time for me to make sure I'm putting my best and most accurate foot forward. So yeah. All right, friends, we've reached the end of another episode. You can find me on Twitter at Melissa Hote. That's at M-E-L-I-S-S-A-H-A-U-T-E. If you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Feel free to leave a comment or a rating. And if you want to send me an email with feedback, information, music, you can do so at yyzpodcast at gmail.com. Podcast music by Simbo. Follow him on SoundCloud.
Peace. Peace.